When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wanted a career in which everything would matter, so I joined the CIA, and now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. All right, welcome in, everybody. Chris Clark here, Wes Mitchell, GamecockCentral.com, and our special guest today, of course, is South Carolina tight end Jaheim Bell. First ever Firehouse Subs lunch with Jaheim Bell. Tell us how you're feeling after the weekend. You had a phys- what Shane Beamer described as a physical game up there in Knoxville on Saturday. How's your health? Tell us about your day off on Monday. Today's your day off, which is why you're able to be here with us. Um, talk to us about kind of what you do on your day off and how you're feeling right now. Um, on my day off, um, basically when I wake up, uh, like if I'm feeling good, I just get my day started, get me something to eat, relax until it's time for class. But like I said, for like I had like the past game for Saturday, I'd be injured or something. I I go to the training room and, and try to live in there for a couple of hours, and then I just come back home and get myself together. I mean, that's basically how Monday go for me. It's pretty laid back. We don't have practice or anything, so it's just an easy day for me. Good deal, good deal. And again, uh, this this virtual lunch with Jaheen Bell is brought to you by Columbia Area Firehouse Subs. Twelve locations uh, around the Columbia area. There you see them up on the screen for those of you that are watching the live stream. Uh, Camden, Newberry, and Sumter also, and then nine other ones in Columbia, including the closest one to USC's campus there on 633 Main Street. Make sure you check out firehousesubs.com. Or you can even even download their app at Firehouse Subs. You can order online and find the location closest to you. Uh, so we're going to dive into more questions here with Jaheem from myself, from Wes. And if you are in the live chat on YouTube like Kyle Jackson is, as we saw earlier, you can actually post a question for Jaheem and we may run it during the show uh, and he may answer it for you. We also have a giveaway from Jaheem with some uh, swag that he's so uh, kindly uh, agreed to give away to a lucky fan today. And so we'll get that started here soon. If you got any questions, make sure you put them up. All right. So Jaheem, you mentioned Monday day off. What's your schedule like during the week? And what would you say your toughest, you know, day is during the week as far as just football activities and everything combined? Um, I say, uh, the week starts off hard and then it, it kind of like smooth, smoothed out into, uh, a Friday walkthrough. So basically, uh, a Tuesday practice for us, we call it Bloody Tuesday. So basically, that means just we're trying to be the physical, the most physical team in the SEC. So, like, it's like it's ones on ones. We're going to add it head to head, physical. I mean, as it gets, I mean, last, uh, this past week, uh, leading under Tennessee, uh, Coach Beamer, uh, he actually said it. He was like, that's one of the physical practices he ever seen. Like, we was out there just, just hitting each other, just, just trying to be the physical team in the SEC. Yeah, Jaheim, uh, let, let me hop in here, man. So I, I know, um, you know, you're talking about Bloody Tuesday and it's a long day. Um, I don't know if the average fan, like, knows how long y'all are at that ops building just on a on a daily basis. So may, maybe kind of take us through it a little bit. What a, what what time is the alarm clock going off? Um, how, how many times do you hit snooze? Are, are you a, are you a, are you a write-up guy, man? Or are you, uh, you kind of uh, hesitant to get out of bed a little bit and then, Step by step, uh, what, what's the day like in the life of a Carolina football player, man? Uh, on that, so so on that, so tomorrow I'm gonna set my alarm tonight. I'm I'm the type of guy I need probably like two or three alarms because that first one I'm be like, oh, I need at least five minutes. So that first alarm will go off at six o'clock. So after that six o'clock alarm, I I, uh, I got an- another one for six thirty. So after that six thirty one, I go in and get up out the bed, brush my teeth, get my day started, and once I get out of bed, I'm good to go. But when I'm in the bed, it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to get up, so that's why I need two alarms. So um, after that, that six third alarm, I get myself rolling. And once we get to the building, we got to be in the building at seven fifteen. And once that gets started, we, you know, what I'm saying we eat, we weigh in, uh, we take a hydration test and all that, and then we go to meetings. And we in meets for uh, at least about an hour and a half, and then we hit the practice field rolling. 
Yeah. So I was going to ask you how much time during the week, I know it varies on the year, like when you're in camp, um, when you're at practice, you know, in season and then the off season, like how much time are you spending in the ops building? Because they basically have like about everything you need, right? You got nutrition, you can do, obviously you're lifting there. You can do your team meetings there. You practice on the field right next to it. Like how much time are you spending in that building versus what you're spending? I don't know, in your room or on campus somewhere else. Uh, I say, uh, like during the season, I'm probably in the building well over four hours maybe. And then I'll probably come back and get some extra film with the coaches or watch some with on my own or whatever. But it's a difference from camp and, and it's, um, the season. I mean, camp, I mean, we're in there almost all day. Like, it's like when I'm getting to go home, it's like that's how it is in camp. But during the season, it's pretty laid back. We're only over, in the over there for probably four and a half hours at the most. And if you come back and get some extra work or treatment, then that's on you. Chris, you want to you hit a question here, man? I've, I've been looking. We actually have a lot of folks. Uh, Jaheim, um, uh, Miss Laura Moore says, proud of my grandson. So I, I think I think you got some family on here, man. Uh, Ryan Bell. I actually know Coach Bell from uh, Columbia High down there in, in Florida, I think. Uh, what's up, Coach? Hope you're doing well, man. Uh, lots of people sending love, I guess, uh, just about the team sort of having that, that never-say-die attitude on Saturday. And uh, let, let's hit Keith from Facebook. Very open-ended question. You can ask it or you can answer it however you want, Jaheim. But w- what is it like um, being around Coach Beamer just on a day-to-day basis? And, and what's it like with him on the sideline? I know he seems very high energy. Um, even, you know, with, with the rough start on Saturday, it seemed like he was still positive, encouraging you guys. Um, what has it been like to to sort of be under Coach Beamer now for, for six games? Um, when I met Coach, I met Coach Beamer when he was at Oklahoma um, – he was a very positive guy when I met him. Like, I mean, I, I just got a vibe from him with like, okay, I, I really like this guy. And um, it was, my top three was uh, it ended up being South Carolina, Oklahoma, and Florida State. And if I didn't come here, I would have probably ended up at Oklahoma just because of Coach Beamer, because of how a great guy he was. But he's a he's a very positive guy. He instilled a lot of core values in us. I mean, he he told us uh. Uh, Sunday when we was in our team meeting, he said, don't let that first quarter define what type of season we're going to have from here on out. I mean, he said those 15 minutes shouldn't uh, describe our season or dictate how our season goes just uh, by those 15 minutes. So he, he's a very positive guy, and he's a great guy to be around. Jaheim, you mentioned a couple of, uh, you know, the personality that Coach Shane Beamer brings, and I wanted to ask you about a couple other kind of unique ones that you – have gotten to work with on a daily basis Two new coaches uh, compared to last year, Luke day, you know, the strength and conditioning head coach, and then Eric Kimry, who's your position coach at tight end. You know, those are two from what we know, what we see two unique guys, right. With like their philosophies and how they speak and everything. How is it working with those guys and just give us your impressions of coach Kimry and coach day. Uh, coach day. Uh, I mean, coach day, he's going to bring the energy like, no matter what time it is, what day it is, he he gonna bring the energy when you're not feeling it. So it's like that strength staff, not just only Coach Dable, but the entire strength staff, they they show love to each player. Like it's a certain way a player needs to be shown love, and like they they understand that. So like they they show it in different ways for different players. But uh, Coach Day, he a great guy. I mean, he that that this the summer that he put us through, it was hell. Like. I I, ne- I never thought I like some days I, I'll come out of workouts thinking I'm about to die. Like I'm like that was a hard one, but he he a great guy. And with Coach Kimry, um, I I um when he first got hired, he called me, he Facetimed me. I was uh, I remember the day he uh, he Facetimed me. I was uh, standing outside and getting ready to ride dirt bikes. Uh, he called me. He was like uh he was like hey man, I just want to uh let uh get you get to know you a little bit better. Ooh-ooh. And um, we we talked for a little bit, and then um, I came back uh, that that following week back to Columbia, and um, we we sat in the office and we talked. And he told me he was like, "I got you back from day one," and I I felt that love from that day. As a reminder, this uh, is of course presented by Firehouse Subs. We're here with Jaheem Bell. Jaheem, uh, you mentioned Coach Luke Day and and how those workouts are, man, and and the summer workouts. Uh, give give us a little glimpse, man. Give us a little taste. Um, I I hear there's maybe some some unique aspects to to a Luke Day workout. Can you give us a little more details on on maybe 
the difference with, with him, like some of the stuff y'all were able to do as a team compared to workouts you've done in the past and, and maybe kind of the team building aspects. I, I know that was a big part of y'all summer program was sort of um, having team building uh, nighttime activities uh, out there. Uh, we saw y'all in the stadium, little videos they put on Twitter and stuff. So maybe, maybe just uh, give us some more details if you can on, on a loop day workout. Um, uh, a model that we go by in our, um, when we're in the weight room or just on the field alone is uh, above all else. So basically that means just love your brother. Like every, all our workouts, it was like, it was, we was together. We was as a team. It's like, if your team don't make it, then it's a consequence out there. It's like, you got a punishment out there or you got a 6 a.m. out there. It's just like, you got to hold your team accountable. So it's like, everybody had their own group and you just had to hold your team accountable for whatever it was we had going on that day. Jaheim, one of the uh, one of the workout things we've seen on that the video that they play in the fourth quarter, you know, where it shows some of the workouts and all that kind of stuff at Williams Bryce. There's one where it looks like you're kind of like banded, like you got like a band around a teammate. Tell us, tell us about that one. It, and it looked pretty rough going up the stairs in the stadium. Uh, when we come out the locker room, it's a uh, y'all, y'all may be seen it, but it's a uh, it's a uh, a little thing above our uh, the doorway. It say climb and it got the strap that we used around each other. It's like a little, I say it's probably like one of those like old like straps that go in your football pants. So like we we use them and we all strapped it to each other and um, we just ran up and down the stadium and basically that just symbolized you're not gonna leave your brother like you beside your brother each and every step. So that, that's what that symbolized when we was running the stadium. Let's go out to another question here. We got Zane on YouTube. Uh, good question. Hopefully y'all can see it on your screen there. Um, Jaheim, uh, Zane wants to know how much film time is spent, uh, you know, either on a daily basis or a weekly basis, and how much of it is uh, maybe by your own, how much of it is with the other tight ends, how much of it is, like, as a group with the offense. Like, how, how does that stuff sort of split up as far as your your time commitment goes, man? Uh, throughout the week, we, uh, we call it a 20-hour rule. So, basically, we get, like, 20 hours of film with the coaches. So, it's like we'll always be like – did we beat the 20 hour, 20 hour rule this week? So basically, uh, what that means is like, if we break that rule, it's like we'll uh, come in on our own and get extra work and watch film on our own or watch film with the coaches. And basically, that's just, that's just it. We just try to break the 20 hour rule because we only get 20 hours guaranteed with the coaches. Jaheim, I want to go uh, jumping around, I know, a little bit on topics, but I wanted to make sure we hit something you said earlier. You said when Eric Kimry called you for the first time, you said you're about to ride dirt bikes. Is that right? Is that is that one? Tell us about some of your off-field activities and, and kind of what you like to do in the little spare time that you do have. Uh, I'm real big on um, going to the mall and shopping. Like I like to go out of town, you know, what I'm saying and spend some money that I don't need to be spending, uh, or I just get on dirt bikes and folders and do that. Nice. So, have you been Have you been riding dirt bikes your whole life, or is that like is that a new thing, uh, or is that? No, I started when I was about five. Okay. Yeah, I started. I started early. I got you, man. And uh, are there are there any? Um, I guess uh, when you talk about shopping, are you are you just, are you a big fashion guy? You just like the the uh, the actual shopping part of it, or or what? What about that makes you sort of uh, into that on on your free time? I guess, man. Oh, I'm a bit fashion guy, so sometimes I have to watch myself for what I buy because I just, just be buying stuff. I I got you, man. I got you. Um. Hey, what, what do you think, Chris? Is this a good time to uh, to get the – speaking of buying things, um, you, you want to share your, your favorite Firehouse subs? I I, under, I understand you're, you're a pretty big Firehouse fan in the first place, man. You got this NIL deal with them now in place. Uh, you you want to tell everybody about – if you're getting lunch at, from Firehouse, um, and I think the team gets lunch from Firehouse from time to time, what's, uh, what's the go-to, man, and why? What's your favorite uh, sandwich? Uh, my go-to gonna um, probably be the uh, the bacon ranch. It's like it just it just something about that one. It just like it got the sauce on it. I mean, it got the bacon on it. I mean, it's pretty much all you really need. So like, I just grab that and get me a good Sprite and a good uh, bag of Doritos, and I'm good. That sounds awesome, Wes. Do you have a? Fa- I go back and forth. So I'm normally the Italian. The, what's the one with pastrami, the New York steamer? We also have the classic, my wife's favorite, the hook and ladder she likes. Hook and ladder, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, all those are good. Is that, is that the hook and ladder right there? That's the hook and ladder. And a little bit, 
a football name a little bit there. So it's fitting. But yeah, so again, uh, yeah, Firehouse Subs sponsoring this interview with Jaheim, lunch with Jaheim Bell, and make sure you check out all 12 of their Columbia area locations, whether it's Columbia, Newberry, Hamden, or Sumter. Um, all right, Jaheim, so getting back to, I want to take it back to football. You obviously are a versatile guy, right? Like coming out of high school, I remember a lot of college coaches and high school coaches thought that you could have played, if you wanted to, multiple positions in college, right? Coupon tried to get me on defense. Who was that? Coupon tried to get me on defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, linebacker, um, tight end, running back, receiver. Tell us a little bit about your like football progression. Where did you start out when you first started playing football, as far as positionally? Um, when I started out, uh, I started out. I think I was eight years old, and I played with nine and ten. I never forget this day. I, uh, I went out there. And the first time we was doing the hitting drill, so I'm new to football, so I don't really know like what's going on. So they they tell me to line up, put my helmet on, strap up. So I do that, man. So I I can't think of the guy's name, but like he he gave it to me, like like I got up off the ground thinking like, damn, this is really what football is. <laughs> from that from that day on, like it just clicked. Like I just I just been going hard at it. And um, when I got in like middle school, I was playing running back a lot. Um, when I got in ninth grade, I was playing on running back also. And then I finally, they uh, switched me to linebacker my 10th grade year. And I actually started uh, the first game at linebacker, and I was confused as hell. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, but they just had me out there because they knew I was a ball player. But then after that, I uh, recently got switched back to, like, the offense side of the ball. So I was back at running back, receiver, tight end, you name it. Like, I just, just made plays when my name was called in high school. Can, can you uh, can you see this on the screen right now, Jaheim? The, yeah, uh, I see it. I remember this player right here. I took him to the crib. This is right after halftime. What's um? By the way, these these are your your highlights on on huddle that we have pulled up now. Uh, senior highlights, actually. Were, yeah. So, you, was, was that a kickoff return? Were you returning kicks? Yeah, I was returning kicks and punts. I only played five games my senior year, though, but I still had a good little show. What's um? What's the favorite position, man? I, I know. I know you probably just like being on the field, making plays regardless, man, but if if one spot edges out everything else by just a little bit, what, what do you enjoy the most when you're out there uh, playing as far as where you lined up, man? Uh, I say my favorite position is when I line up in the slot because it's either they're going to put a linebacker on me or they're going to put a safety on me, and linebackers don't got a chance, and the safety ain't going to be big enough. So I just I just lick my chops when I, when I get in the slot. Are, are you are you a tight end? Do you consider yourself a tight end? I know, I know, like officially, they got you listed as a tight end, but yeah. we've seen we've seen you line up. Uh, and I guess you're in the tight end room technically, but you're yeah, lined up at tight end. You line up in the slot. We've seen you line up at fullback. Uh, you've had several carries this year. Um, what, what what do you consider yourself, man? Just playmaker, or, or how do you consider it? Yeah, you you hit it right on. I consider myself as a playmaker. I mean, they can put me anywhere. I, I'm a ball. What do, what do you see yourself in terms of, like, pro potential? Um, I don't know if you've even gotten some kind of – you're still early in your career overall, you know, but as far as some early returns on what your pro potential may be, you know, because we've seen the pros sometimes even go to more, like, college-style offenses now where they're using some guys differently, like some utility-type players. You know, you're not a six foot six. 265 pound tight end. Like you said, you're a playmaker, can do different things. So what do you see your pro future being as? Uh I feel like I feel like right now, uh I'm at uh, I'm winning two thirty. I'm at like six three. And I feel like uh my body structure is more like a DK Metcalf. So like I feel like if they don't like see like the NFL, they don't see me as a tight end, I feel like they'll probably move me to receive or something. Yeah, and I, I know uh so you mentioned your your body type there, man. Has there been a goal. I, I think. I think I maybe even talked to you about this when you were um, maybe for media day this year. When you were working back from the injury, you were in the weight room. You're trying to find that that sort of perfect um, size to to sort of be on the field at the college level. Um, I think you just said what two thirty two. Um, two thirty. Two thirty. Is that is that the the goal weight? Where 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 ideally do you want to play at, and and why? I guess. Well, my goal weight recently, when I first got here, my goal weight was 225. And uh, once I got to 225, I got I felt real comfortable with it. I still felt fast. I felt like I was getting faster. So uh, my weight got bumped up to 230, and I feel like that's just the weight I'm going to stay at. 
rest of college. I'm just going to try to get more muscle, get faster and stronger, and just stay at that weight. All right, Jaheim, let's let's break for just a second to go ahead and, and work on your giveaway. So let us know what you're planning on giving away. It's, it's a pair of signed gloves and a signed T-shirt, right? Yeah, we're going to do a pair of gloves and a signed T-shirt. Okay, sounds good. So the way we're going to do that, we've worked this out with Jaheim beforehand. If you're in the chat, in the comments, pick a number between 1 and 100. Jaheim knows it, I know it, Wes knows it, and nobody else knows it. So you got to guess. Between 1 and 100, whoever hits it or is the closest uh, will have a chance to win those that signed uh, stuff from Jaheim, and we'll make sure we get it to you. So appreciate you doing that, Jaheim. All right, I'll, I got some kind of um, categories I want to try to get you to answer on some of your teammates, or, or the answer might even be yourself. All right, so uh, close. who are you closest with on this team? Seems like a tight-knit group. You and Z White seem pretty tight. You already knew what I was going to say. Yeah, that's my boy. Y'all, y'all like to cut up a little bit. So, Z White, tell us about that friendship and and some of your other teammates that you become kind of close with. Uh, so I start out with uh, Z. I mean, when he first got here, I ain't know him at all. Like, I never heard of him, but uh, he was he was just moving in. I'm in my room. I had just came back from get something to eat, and um. I seen like we had a new player, so I um I went on his Instagram, I followed him, and he texted me. He was like, he was like, yo, he like um, I texted him, I'm like, yo, what's going? So uh, I asked him what room number he was in, and crazy thing is, he was two rooms down from me. So I went down there, knocked on his door, I talked to him. And I was like, okay, I kind I kind of like it, bro, like I like his vibe. Ooh, ooh, he from Florida, I'm from Florida, so it's like, all right, we we connecting already. So uh, since from that day on, we just came real close and. And then we just started doing everything together. So, like, that just it just became our boy. So, we just locked in. Any any other guys that you become friends with, whether it's guys that you, you know, have gotten to know recently or since you've been here? Uh, I probably want to say I'm closer than anybody else than Hot Boy. It's just uh, I'd probably say Jordan Strong. That's my roommate. So, I mean, yeah. we kick it all the time. He, I mean, he's standing right here. I mean, that's my boy. <laughs> What, what what does he think of the uh, the the little show we got going on here, man? Is he is he gonna hop on one of these one day, maybe? Uh, he might. Oh no, he might. Okay. Hey, by the way, we gotta ask Chris real quick. I know you got questions, man, but are we gonna get another one of those uh, Justin King videos with you and Z White? I mean, we had it. Y'all were at the golf course, yeah, right? We, 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 we trying to get another one going. We trying to get another one going. Yeah. What 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 was that like, man? I, I know y'all. It looked like y'all had fun out there at the golf course. Oh. Uh, <laughs> When we went out there, me and uh, Hot, we didn't know what was going on. We ain't never swung a golf club in our life. So we out there, we just out there, just out there, just messing with people just for the fun of it, trying to mess up their swing, which we did. Um, and we just had a great time doing that. So, I mean, we trying to get another one going. I don't know what we're going to do with that, but we trying to get another one going. All right, so so more categories. A few of these I want to hit. I always like getting players' perspectives on this stuff. The coaches sometimes answer these questions, sometimes not. You guys answer them a little bit more. So who is the fastest player on the team, you think? Controversial. I, I do I do a top a top three. Okay. My top three, because I don't want to leave nobody out. So I do a top three. Top probably three smart. Probably, probably be, smart. Yeah, my top three would probably be uh Juju. He'll be one of them. Um, Jalen Brooks. And who else we got? Uh, since I can't think of nobody else, I use a mid or 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 a big. I'll probably go with uh, probably Jordan Burks. I was going to say, man, I was, I was yeah. thinking <laughs> big yeah, guys. I do, I do two skill in a mid. So I'll say Jordan Burks ain't faster than me, though. I'll tell you all that, though. Ooh. I didn't want to just say me, so I just put Jordan out there. I use Jordan Burch as one. Okay, okay. Have, have y'all raced, Jaheim? Have y'all lined it up? We ain't really raced, but, like, doing summer workouts, we had, like, some sprints here and there. And, I mean, I know you know I got them, but I know I'm faster than that, boy. <laughs> All right, let's see. What's the strongest, strongest player on the team? Whether it's just – and you can use, like, some guys moving some weight in the summer during workouts – or just moving guys on the field, like who who do you think some of the strongest guys are on the team? Uh, I go with probably uh, Hot Rod. Um, okay. 
he probably you could tell he's strong just by how he look. Hot Rod, um, I'll go with Jazz. Um, I'll go with Scooter. And just some of the ones I'll talk my head right there that's strong. Hold on, hold on. I think you got us. What Wes and I are pretty good with knowing the nicknames. Scooter. I Wait, mean, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it uh, is it Wanamaker? Yep. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I think that's his Twitter or Instagram that's or something. Right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I go with them boys, but Hot Rod for sure though. Yeah, Hot Rod. He he is pretty jacked. I remember one time I saw him because you know we covered him in high school. And I remember we saw him, like, during one of the summer camps for prospects that we covered. Uh-huh. Wes and I were like, who's that guy? Like, he, I mean, he he, he put it on. Yeah, he's standing out. Wes, you got any categories of some of putting Jaheim on the spot of wanting to know? Oh, something? man, putting me on the spot. Um, yeah. Okay, hey, so th- does the team play a lot of basketball, man? Like, does the team compete in other sports or not really? We do. Okay, so you know where I'm going. Um you, who, who's your starting five? How about that? Starting five from the team. Uh, so so during the summer we was doing a lot of hooping. Um, I say my starting five. Um, I want I want to include myself in this. I'll be the coach. I say my <laughs> starting five. I have um Josh Van at the point. Um, I have um Jason Brown at the two. Uh, at the three we're gonna go with uh. Uh, who we gonna go with? We'll go with Jordan Burch at the three. I'll go with um JJ at the four, and I'll go with EJ at the five. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I dig. It. I was yeah, I was about to say Jordan. Jordan played some yeah. some basketball at Hammond, uh, but EJ, yeah, you got some size. So okay, I did. So we we do have a question here, man, from uh from Mac, <laughs> MJ or LeBron. That's a crazy question, MJ, man. Okay. Michael Jordan. Clay- Clayton White would agree. Um, that's uh, <laughs> you, you might have started something there, but I, I'm I'm with you. I see you're most of the time. Don't y'all feel like guys maybe Jaheem's age more go LeBron? And guys like in their 30s, like me and Chris, and older go MJ. So, what? Why? Why are you on MJ? I mean, Le- LeBron can't do it. Michael Jordan did. I mean. He he spoke for himself when he had the flu and produced like, I mean that that's a that's a goat like. I mean, he don't get no better than MJ. So nobody, I don't understand why people say LeBron like it, it can't be LeBron. Like, simple. So this this may be a family member or a friend of yours. Can you confirm or deny uh, that you broke the backboard going up for a dunk in high school? True or false? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You want you want to tell the story? You just you smashed uh, it. No. So like uh we we was coming down. Uh, I think one of our guards had uh, missed a shot from like the top of the key or something. So me, I'm one of the guys on the basketball team. I'm the only football. I think it was like two football guys, but I wanted I'm one of the guys who like I'm gonna get the crowd hype. I'm gonna, I'm one of the ones that's gonna dunk. Uh, either block a shot or play defense. Like I ain't really the one who got a jump shot, gonna shoot threes. I'm just gonna get the crowd hype. So uh. When our guards missed a shot at the top of the key, and I crashed the board, and um, I went up for the uh, for the putback dunk, and it just shattered. <laughs> There's got to be video of that somewhere. I hope. Oh, it is, but I ain't sure where it's at. I know it's I know it's out there somewhere. By the way, uh, let, let's give a shout out to uh, to Miss Dolores Bell. Um, tuning in, she says she's very proud of you. What? Uh, what 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 is your mom meant to you, man? Not not to get uh, on the soft side here a little bit, but I, I see your mom on Twitter just cheering you on, man. I know she's been a big, um, you know, support role in, in your life. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Miss Bell and, and what she's meant to you. Um, I mean, my mama. I mean, she she mean everything to me. I mean, she she made sacrifices for me. Like no matter like what it is or what I ask for, I might not get it right then, but like. She, her and my grandma are gonna make sure I get right. Like they gonna make sure I get whatever I need plus more. Like so, sometimes I don't even be asked for stuff. I'm like y'all chill. Like I don't need it. Y'all chill. Like, I don't need it. Like they still do it. 
Good stuff. So, by the way, uh, Jaheem, your contest winner, and th this is actually cool. It just worked out this way. Let me make sure. I want to make sure I'm being fair about who got. Yeah, this. be careful, Chris, because there was there was two that got it, I think, but one it. of them got in there first. Yeah, I'll have to go with the first one, and it's actually Hope who got it, number fifty-two. Right. So, uh, Jaheem, we'll get you uh, Hope's info. Hope, congratulations on winning the Jaheem signed T-shirt and gloves, and we will make sure we get those to you uh, here pretty soon. I'm trying to think of some more. Cat All right, so we went basketball team. Um, oh, yeah, here's something I wanted to ask you just about you individually, Jaheem. Give us your favorite favorite route to run. Um, not to give away any game plan stuff for this year, but, like, what's kind of your go-to route? Like, I, I feel really, really good running this route. My go-to route is a good ball. Like, okay. I feel like nobody can guard me on that. Like, I got the speed. I got the size. If it's going to have to be a 50-50 ball, I mean, I got strong hands, so I feel like go ball. Like, nobody can stop me on that. Man, what uh, – and it's kind of the same deal. What, what has it been like for you – lining up in the backfield some, man. I, I know, uh, you know, you did some of that in high school, I guess, but that uh, that long run you had got wiped out. I know uh, in, in game one, they handed it to you on the little fullback dive, huh. took it to the house. But uh, what, what, what has that part of your game been like, man, getting the ball? I know they do that little jet sweep to you a little bit, a little pop pass as well. Um, hmm. what, what's that been like, man? Uh, anytime I get in the backfield, I get flashbacks for like – it take me back to like high school, like wow. When I first started at running back. I mean, like anytime I get back there, I just know I'm finna like I'm getting yards. Like I just know like I'm either I'm either gonna score because they not gonna they ain't gonna hit me. So I mean the score or get at least seven yards. All right, reminder to everyone in the YouTube chat. Appreciate everyone everyone being here. If you got questions for Jaheem, put them up. There is one from Kyle Jackson. Jaheem, what motivates you to be the best version of you each and every day? Good question. Um, I see um, we'll, we'll do it with a game day. So on game day for me, the, the way I get motivation, um, I just sit down and just just think about, like, what I got to do that game. I, I um, think about all my assignments that I got, and I just, like, lock in and just listen to some music and then, as as it get close to the game, I just just take time to myself, and then I just take the music out, and then just focus on the task at hand, and then that just motivates me to uh to get ready for the game, and also with my family, like say like we got a home game, and we coming through at the uh, game caught walk, and I see all my family members, that just motivates me, like okay, I got to get right. Gene, let, let's go into that a little bit more, man. As far as a game day. Um... Do, do you get nervous at all? Are you uh, like? Are there any are there any jitters going into a game? Um, just kind of what is it like? Just playing major SEC football. You know, like waking up on a Saturday morning. You're kind of living a dream. You you know a big game's coming. You know there's gonna be eighty thousand people. What's uh from just a schedule standpoint? What's a game day like? But just for you personally, what's it like? Just waking up knowing I'm I'm about to go out here and and compete on on a national stage. Okay, so uh, if anybody ever tell you that they're not nervous on game day, they're lying to you. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep it real with you. Uh, when I wake up in the morning, I probably I probably won't be nervous like when I wake up in the morning. But like around the time I start getting nervous is like game caught walk or right when we get ready to run out the uh, tunnel. I mean, those two moments right there. I mean, I start getting jitters, and um, when all that go away when I get that first hit, like that first that first contact, no matter like. What it is, any type of contact, that first contact is gone. I'm ready to like, I'm ready to go down after that. Jaheem, we talked about some of your teammates and strengths and things like that. Going to the other side, this is an on the spot question for sure. But who are some of the guys that you've played against? Like, I know you know some other guys from other schools, right? Like that you knew during the recruiting process or played against or with in high school. Who are some of the best players that you faced so far in your career, if you can think of any? Um, for for one, for sure, I uh, I remember Juju uh, at Lee County. Um, this was the year, uh, my thing in my junior year, yeah, my junior year. So, uh, our offensive coordinator had just came from that school. So basically, to make a long story short. Uh, they they uh they coaches knew every play that we had on our offense. So like the first play of the game, 
uh, I remember Jamie Robinson, he uh, called my route out. And I'm like, dang, how he knew my route? Because this is exactly what route I got. And um, they was on it. So, like, from the rest of the game, they just knew all our plays. They knew all our signals. So, uh, that was that was a rough game. And then with Juju, he got in, like, towards, like, the end of the game. And he, he had some sparks in there. And then my uh, my senior year, I was on the sideline because I was hurt around that time when we played Lee County. And Juju, he, uh, he balled out. Yeah, Juju um... – has stepped right in as a freshman for you guys this year, man. Kind of just uh, is that spark on, on offense, spark on a kickoff return. Um, it, it seemed like when, when we would interview you guys, like the little press conferences and preseason camp, everybody mm-hmm. was talking about Juju. So what, what was it like? Uh, you saw him in high school, but just to see him, did, did you kind of know instantly when y'all started practicing, when he hit the field, like, all right, this guy's going to gonna help us. What was it like to sort of, what have you seen from him, I guess, just being a young guy impacting this team already? Uh, for, From Juju being a young guy, uh, I, I knew he was going to – I mean, I knew he was going to spark once he got here. I mean, I respect him as a young player because uh, sometimes once you get some young players, I mean, it's hard for them to adapt or transform into the college level. But with Juju, he came right in and just, he just clicked and, like, we call him. We call him. We say he like a little pistol because he's just gonna shoot out. Like, you don't know when it when it's gonna happen, but he's gonna shoot out. Jaheem, have you been, uh, been playing any special teams? Like, how much special teams have you been playing this year? Um, I know you've been seeing a, obviously a lot of snaps on offense, but are you, do you have a role on any of the coverage or return teams so far this season? Oh uh, no, I don't. Consistent basis. Yeah, I didn't think. I'm a, I'm a backup on some, um, but I don't really. I don't really got too much of a role on special teams right now. What What have you observed? Because we were talking about uh, Pete Limbo earlier in the special teams right now. Uh, PFF has South Carolina special teams ranked number one in the country, actually. And so even though you're not starting on special teams right now because of your role in offense, you know, what, what have you seen from Coach Limbo? And even what you've observed from Coach White, kind of going against them in practice and seeing some things, what have you observed from those two coaches as far as how they prepare and everything? Uh, with Coach Limbo, um, he he can be hard. He, he hard on us at times, but really, really all the time. So like, say if like you want to do something right, like he gonna get mad. Uh, he, I mean, he ain't gonna really cuss you out, but he gonna he gonna be real mad because like he takes special teams to the heart. Like that's just that's like a child of his. So like he takes special teams to the heart. So it's like we we have to buy into him and and block out the outside noise of when he, like, yelling at us or whatever. So we have to see past that and see what he really talking about. And then with Coach White, um, he, he a great coach. I mean, he he has some great schemes for the defense to run, and I, mean, I like both of them guys. How big is it for the team when there's a big special teams play? Like, it just seems like um, – and, and I'll, I'll throw the defense in there as well. Y'all got, what, three pick sixes, I think, this year, three block punts. Um the uh, the fake punt for a touchdown. How, how much does it spark the sideline when you get kind of that that unexpected boost, uh, you know, either from special teams or the defense, man? Uh, so I'll go back to the Tennessee game. Uh, we ran that uh, the little fake uh, little pass on uh, I think it was fourth down or whatever. Uh, I was on the sideline and I ain't really know because like I'm I'm not on um, on punt, so I ain't really know like we was gonna uh, do that. And um, I actually was just coming out the field, and they was bringing the punt team on. So I'm thinking we finna sky punt. And uh, I go to sit down, and I hear everybody yelling. And I stand up. I'm like, we just scored. And uh, we threw a, threw the little pass. And because uh, Coach Limbo, he had that uh, draw it up, and he just he just felt good with it, and we ran it. And with Coach White, uh, once the defense get rolling, like, them boys go to, like, attacking. So, like, like once them boys clicking, it's over with. All right, reminder to everyone, uh, Firehouse Subs is sponsoring today's uh, lunch with Jaheim Bell. Make sure you check out all 12 of their Columbia area locations. And, again, if you have questions, uh, put them in the chat here on YouTube, and we'll get to them. There's another one here from Zane. Appreciate the question, Zane. What's the feeling like when you hear 2001 and coming out of the tunnel at Williams-Brice Stadium? Uh, That feeling when I come out of there is like – I still got the jitters, but at the same time, I'm getting a chill because I know it's like it's so many fans out here, like just waiting for us to, uh, to see greatness. 
So like, I just, I just feel like blessed to be there at that moment because it's a lot of people who who wish to be at that spot at that time, like to make plays and really be. So I just, I just cherish all those moments and just, just, just do my best possible with it because I know I'm, I'm blessed to have this opportunity. Along those same lines, man, is there? Uh, maybe a favorite South Carolina tradition for you personally? Like, it, you know, is it the Gamecock walk? Is it running out the tunnel? Is it being being on the field for Sandstorm? Is there is there anything about a game day that, that you just like the most playing at South Carolina? Uh, my favorite part is Sandstorm. I mean, once they go to Rockin' and they do the little remix part of it, that, that's my favorite part when they do the little remix part. Yeah. <clears throat> Jaheim, um, you know, Let's go off the field for away from football for just a minute. I, I can't find the questions. It's way earlier, so sorry I can't properly credit it. But uh, someone did ask earlier what you wanted to do after football. So tell us a little bit about kind of what your academics are focused on right now, if you've decided anything. And then hopefully you can play the game for a long time. But uh, after you do finish up your playing days, whenever that is, what what do you want to do in the future? Uh, right now, I'm I'm, uh, I'm majoring in retail. So like, after my uh, football day is over with, I want to have like my own fashion, like my own fashion line, and just just take that far as I can. What's your What's your favorite? Like you mentioned earlier, sometimes you buy stuff you shouldn't. Like, what's the? Uh, I don't know. I won't. I won't put you on the spot and ask you what's the most you paid for any <laughs> any clothing item, unless you want to tell us. But what what's your go to? Like, what's your your biggest brand name that you like? That's kind of your vice. Uh, my biggest uh, my biggest brand. I'll probably go with. Uh, I buy a lot of Jordan, so like, I got a I got a chill. I recently just brought some um, two weeks ago, and then um, matter of fact, Friday night while we was in the hotel in Tennessee, I had brought some more shoes. Which and I should never did that, but I did. And uh, I'll probably go with my uh my favorite uh designer, probably Balenciaga. I got a pair of those or whatever. So I'm big on that. I'm big on fashion. Awesome, man. Awesome. Let's uh let's keep it off the field a little bit, Gene. Let's talk a little recruiting. Um first, let's go back to your recruiting process. I know you said you knew Coach Beamer when he was at Oklahoma. Uh, you know, you end up uh, obviously committing, signing with South Carolina. Um what was the process like, first of all? I, I guess uh, no, nobody on here has ever been through the process of being a major college football recruit. What was what, Where was the line between it being fun and just being, like, overwhelming and stressful and um, so much that goes into it? Uh, what, what was the recruiting process like just on a day-to-day basis with all the calls and texts and DMs and all that stuff, man? Uh, so I start off uh with the fun part. Uh, the fun part was probably when I got my first offer. Uh, I think it was the the end of my tenth grade year, going to the beginning of my eleventh grade year. Um, I got my first one from Chattanooga, so it was like that first one. I'm I'm happy. They they actually they offered me while I was in the weight room. Um, we was in there lifting weights. And, um, I seen the coach come in there, and they like uh some of my teammates was like. Hey, Bell, you it's a, it's a college coach over there or whatever. I'm like, man, that ain't for me. I'm, I'm just working right now. And kind of find out he was that uh, offer me. So uh, I got that offer. And from that day, uh, I was getting offers, like, every day. Like, I'll probably get two in one day. I think the most I got in one day was probably, like, four or whatever. And um, as it started getting, like, closer to, like, like midway through my senior year, like, it started getting overwhelming, so like I, I kind of like passed it over to my mama. Like I was like, "Hey, mommy, like you, you got it from here. Like I can't, I can't do no more talking." Like it was like they were stressing me out, calling me every day, asking me like what I'm gonna do, when I'm gonna come. So I was just like, "You know what? When I'm done, mommy, you got it." So I just, I just left it up. And you, at, at one point, I remember because we, you know, us recruiting dudes are always trying to figure out what's going on. We thought you were going to South Carolina. And then I think you were uh, you were committed to Florida at one yeah, point. Yeah, that that was around the time when when I was like fed up with it. I was like, you know what, I'm finna just go ahead and commit somewhere and just leave it at that. So I had to committed to Florida on a spring game, and from then I uh I was committed to them boys, and then I kind of I kind of felt like that wasn't the, the right move for me, so I had decommitted from there, and I was uh looking for more options, and then I finally found a home here. 
And, and then you, uh, you ended up uh, committing. It was on signing day, right? When you actually committed publicly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we, I remember Jaheem, we had heard a rumor that you were going to commit to South Carolina. It was way back like July. It was that summer when you were, you were at, was that, uh, what event was that? The opening maybe? Like, you were at one oh, of the yeah. national events. It was, we, it, was that, it was that opening. Did did you – like, I, I had the story written being ready for you to maybe flip. Let, let's – let's once and for all, had you – did you verbally commit to South Carolina at any point during that summer, or were we thinking wrong on that? <laughs> uh, not – I was I was a solid commit. So, somebody – a couple of people probably knew, like, just by just running their mouth because they seen me, like – decommit or whatever, but I, I was a solid commit, but I didn't really tell nobody. So people probably was just like putting two and two together or whatever and just put that story together. Okay. I ain't never really tell nobody. Okay. I got you. I got you. And you, you've got a little bit of a reputation for being a really good recruiter um, on the current team. Uh, I don't know what your record is, but I hear it's, it's pretty good. Whenever you, whenever you host guys, they. I'm they, number one. I'm number one. Every recruiter I had, they didn't commit it. <laughs> um is that is that something y'all uh do y'all keep up with that like who who's the the best uh, recruiter on the team or i don't know if we keep up with that but i know the coaches know <laughs> okay okay so so if the if the the top guy comes in you you won't they, you won't they, need, to get, they need to get on to me if they want them they need to get on to me okay y'all, y'all heard <laughs> it here i'll make i'll make sure he get here make, make it happen make it happen and okay. uh let's see Somebody was asking, what, what what's your recruiting pitch, man? You you if somebody's on campus, um, yeah, there it is from Nikki. What uh what do you present? What do you tell them? How how is an official visit? Let's say it like that. How is an official visit with Jaheem Bell as the, the host? And for those who don't know, whenever a kid comes in, uh a high school prospect, they come in on their official visit. The coaches or Jessica Jackson, somebody on staff picks a current player. And Jaheim, you're you're supposed to show them a good time, right? Tell them a little bit about the program. Make sure they're they're you know they're covered on everything. They know where to go. They know what to do. Um, t- tell us a little bit about your recruiting pitch and sort of that process. Uh, so so uh, you know we start off at the, at the table with with the family. Uh, I get to know their family. I talk with their family. Um, and then from there, after we leave there, um, uh, we we'll, I get in the car with them, and then I just uh, talk to them and ask them like like what they like to do. Or whatever, and like how they like to hang out. Like, are they a type of guy that, that hang out, or are they a type of guy that stand house? So once I get that information from, uh, I just I just um, show them a great time around Columbia, or whatever. Um, I make sure they don't have to spend no money, they don't have to come out of pocket for nothing. I mean, I take care of all that for them, and just whatever they need, I got it. All right, Jaheem, so let's talk about the kind of future of the program to wrap it up before we let you go here. Um, you talked a lot about Shane Beamer's positivity, Luke Day, his positivity, and just some things that you're continuing to work on individually and as a team. But what, what, how do you feel right now? I know you get this question a lot, but now that we're kind of at midseason in year one of the Beamer era, you know, how do you feel about the future of the program? And what can you tell all the Gamecock fans listening about, you know, how the trajectory and the direction of the program right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, still, I still feel like we uh... – we got a lot of football games ahead of us, and I feel like we got it's still a story out there to be written. So I feel like, like I said um, earlier during this podcast, uh, we're not gonna let them 15 minutes in on Knoxville determine how the rest of our season goes. So I feel like uh, we're we gonna get back to work tomorrow and um, work harder than we did last week to come back uh, this Saturday and get the dub. So I feel like uh, we we just gotta uh, spread positivity throughout the whole program and just uh, come back harder this weekend get the win on Saturday. All right, good stuff. So uh, this uh, has been Lunch with Jaheim Bell, which is presented by Columbia Area Firehouse Subs, 12 locations throughout Columbia. Go to firehousesubs.com, find a firehouse near you, or uh, there you see the locations, or you can download the Firehouse Subs app. You can order online. Jaheim laid out his favorites earlier. Wes and I gave some picks as well. Check out the Hook and Ladder, the Italian the chicken bacon ranch like Jaheim likes. I'm the club. I'm club on the sub, or isn't that what it's called? Club in the uh, sub. Uh, yeah. yeah, that that thing's good. It's got the honey mustard in there. Jaheim, I mean, I don't normally. I've gotten the chicken bacon ranch, Jaheim, but you talking about it, you gave a good description. You did a good recruiting job with the firehouse sub. So 
How about we let you go and enjoy the rest of your Monday? Maybe we can all go to Firehouse now, grab some lunch. Yes. Hey, before he goes, you, you got any final thoughts to him? Any just we, we want to make sure you've uh, been able to say everything you want to say. Any any final thoughts for for the fans? And we, you actually had a ton of people commenting, just saying, uh, you know, love what you do, love how you play, good luck, keep your head up. Just it was comment after comment after the comment after that. So you, you want to speak to to the fans and your fans out there real quick first, man. Oh, I say if there's any more questions out there, uh, I'll answer three more, and then if it, if not, then we can we can end it. Okay, yeah, that that sounds good. I I actually um I'll throw one in there while we if y'all are listening, go ahead throw your final questions in. We'll hit three of them. Jaheem, uh, it just got announced. Uh, night game, South Carolina, Texas A and M, seven thirty p.m. Uh, do y'all do y'all care if it's a if it's a day game, night game? Do you have a preference? Uh, for me, me, me yeah. personally, I don't. I just, I just like having an opportunity to go out there and ball. So I don't really care what time we play. We can play at two a.m. in the morning for all I care for. I just want to ball. I, I respect it. I respect it. Zach, hey, Zachary wants to know anything about your game that you're focused on the most. What, what do you when you look kind of in the mirror, scout yourself? What, what do you want to improve on the most? Uh, I say what I want to improve on the most is probably defining my routes. I mean, it'd be sometimes my route, my routes that be a little off. I don't get my depth sometimes. So uh, during the off season this uh, year, I'm gonna um, perfect my uh, defining my routes. And uh, another one right here from uh, from Nina. Are you involved in any community service opportunities? And uh, if so, do you want to talk about them? If not, is that something you would like to to be more involved in? Uh, no, nah, I ain't really involved in um, no community service right now, but uh, if there's anybody out there that, that would like me to be a part of their community or do something for their service, uh, I'll do that. Good stuff. All right, Jaheem, hey, really appreciate your time, man. Uh, thank you to Firehouse Subs, Columbia Area Firehouse Subs, for sponsoring this virtual lunch for Jaheem Bell. Jaheem, uh, thanks for joining us, man, taking the time to do this. Congratulations on uh, everything so far. And good luck the rest of the way, man. Wishing you a, a healthy and a good rest of the season. All right. Thank you, all guys. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.